It's time for this week's Uplift. Three ordinary guys that want you to find the freedom that is available by knowing our Lord Jesus Christ. So sit back and enjoy Uplift, brought to you by the Fulcrum Center. Visit our site at thefulcrumcenter.org. Hey, guys. Hey, Chad. How are you doing? Um, I'm being uplifted. Fantastic. I'm feeling uplifted. I'm feeling uplifted, which which I could use a little bit of uplifting this week. So thank you, guys. I appreciate it. Yeah, absolutely. Sure. Yeah. So I have a question for you guys. Uh-oh. It's serious. Okay. Serious? Okay. Is it like the radio serious? <laughs> yeah. That's another funny story I'll tell you about later. Sorry. I'm kidding. That wasn't very serious. Okay. Well, here's a serious question. Okay. What constitutes a church? What is a church? Well, that is a good question. Before yeah. we go there, let's let them know who we are. Okay. I'm Phil Bliss. I'm Ian Thornton. I'm Chad McLeish. And this is Uplift. Uplift. Yeah. I'm sorry. Did you want to, you want to practice it? Uplift. No, that was great. Good job. <laughs> <clears throat> what constitutes a church? I'll throw something out. You guys can tell me if I'm right or wrong. Okay. Is it where a group of people are gathered to worship? I would say yes. And? And, yes. Go ahead. Right? Yeah. No, I just, it, it and, it, it's not, I don't think we can look at it as just right. one thing. Right. You know? Mm-hmm. Um, and, and to look at Christendom over the years and mm-hmm. decades and centuries, um, we've allowed church or a church to be pigeonholed into just that. There's mm-hmm. got to be a group of people together to worship. Um, so I'm going through McDonald's today. And I get up to pay for my drink. And the lady goes, you know what? The woman in front of you just paid for this. Really? Wow. And I'm like, dude, that's church. <laughs> you know? But it's yeah. it's like... Can I, in my own car, thank the Lord in a worshipful, celebratory manner and be at church? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. I think right. so, too. Yeah. I think it's, so, too. It's not a building with four walls or even three. It's, it's not. We can even or no say walls, that. even if it's in a teepee. Even if it's in a TV. <laughs> right. And we'll include the Moravians. Even if it's a round building, wow. still, you can still have a church. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Um, but it's it's really, what a great challenging question in, in today's world um, with so much that's happening in the world mm-hmm. that people have this thought or this idea, I've got to get to a building mm-hmm. so I can pray because in, in essence, maybe God's only going to hear me if I'm in a church building praying. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. and that at points really just needs to be shattered, that that mindset and that thought process. Mm-hmm. Right. It, I, I'm reminded of a guy that I knew who built a chapel. Now, that's an interesting term. Chapel because it was smaller. Mm-hmm. It wasn't a real church. It was a chapel is what he told us. Oh, so he built okay. a chapel. It, was, it could hold maybe 10 people at most, and that would be very tight. 
out in the woods. And it was mainly for him as a place, he said, to go and pray. Hmm. Okay, that's fine. There's nothing wrong with that. And, And that's great that he had the means to build this chapel. And... But he could have prayed in that same spot without the building around it, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. So, yeah, and what has happened in our society, as you said, over the years is not just with church, but with many things, we get accustomed to associating a word with an object, and that is what it is. And you don't stray from it, and you don't try to do anything different, and it becomes second nature, but it also can become a compulsion or I've got to go to church because it is Sunday morning. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You can have church anytime you want. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I, you know, it, just in different situations, being in a, in a restaurant, for example, and, and maybe you see somebody, you know, maybe, <laughs> maybe it's somebody you don't know. Mm-hmm. And the Lord just puts on your heart to go talk to them mm-hmm. and to pray with them. Mm-hmm. And so you do. Mm-hmm. So there you are at the booth, so to say, you know, in, in a restaurant or at a table and, and you spend time together and, and, you know, you, your fellowship, you pray, you, you rejoice, you share some praises, you know, those type of things. And you can get up and go, you know what? We just had church. Mm. Mm-hmm. And, and to, you know, do you know how uplifting that is? Mm. Oh yeah. To be in, yeah. You know, we've, and at some point we've all experienced that, that outside the four walls of a church that, that you connect and you connect with another brother or sister in Christ, and, and you spend time talking about the Lord, he's the center of the conversation, and you're praising and worshiping and things, and you're just like, man, that that was almost as good as being in church, right? you know? And it's just like that, but we are being the church mm-hmm. out and about. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people, for various reasons, either can't or won't, most likely won't, go to a church but something like that, yeah, you know, I can I think about myself in my early years, wanted to know God more, wanted to worship God, but I wasn't going into a church. Mm. There was no way. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The, there's a big stereotype. Yeah. We've talked yeah, about. Yeah, it sure is. Yeah. Like I remember being a kid, like I, it was intimidating to me to think about going to a church. Like, you know, it was like I had this this idea in my mind of what. You know, like, oh, man, that's a Presbyterian church, and it's got the steeple, and it's got bells that ring it so every hour or whatever. And, you know, like, it, yeah. you got to wear nice, fancy clothes and all that sort of mm-hmm. thing. And, you know, I mean, look at us. I mean, like, you know, we're, we're not we're in a church recording this and we don't have fancy clothes. And this is a lot of times this is kind of like how we dress on Sunday for, yeah. for our services. <laughs> I got shorts on. Yeah. <laughs> and um, yeah. So like there's a big stereotype it, about right. it. It is. Yeah. And like you say, like you could have church at Kroger's in the parking lot. <laughs> right. You, know? like, you really just, can. Yeah. In the in the workplace. I'll give you an example. Today, in, in my office, there uh, one of my coworkers is going through some health issues. Mm. And I told him, I said, you know, ever since you told me about that, I've been praying for you every day. Awesome. And, and he was in uh, his, he was telling me, like, his doctor, he was in the doctor's office meeting with his doctor. And his doctor said, hey, before you leave, I'd like to pray with you if you don't mind. And oh, he was just blown awesome. away. The doctor said that. Yeah, the doctor did. That's wow. Awesome. Yeah. And um, so it sounds to me like... He had church in the doctor's office and in my office at work. Right. Exactly. 
So I think it's just this breaking breaking down the barriers. Yeah. I love breaking down the barriers, and I think the Lord's really mm-hmm. talking to people about breaking down the barriers. Yes. Not being intimidated about walking into that brick building with the white steeple. Mm-hmm. Uh Maybe he's not even calling you to walk into the big brick building with the white steeple. Right. You know, maybe he's calling you to meet in somebody's den or living room uh, outside at the park in a gazebo. (laughs) Yeah. An old church in a gazebo. So it's like, yeah, these things are powerful. And and like the, the church is not the location. The church is the activity. Am I hearing you guys right? Yeah. Yeah. Correct. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, I don't remember the exact verse, but Jesus said, wherever two or more are gathered, there I am also. So he's here right now because we got three. Yeah. And even then, you know, I think you mentioned this in your sermon Sunday, Ian, Mm -hmm. or last week or maybe this past week. But anyway, and I think you were alluding to this, that you're never alone. Even if if you say, well, I don't have two. Yeah, you do. The Holy Spirit is always with you. So there's always two. Yeah, I, I <laughs> this came up one time in one of my classes, and and the professor was asking about this, and 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 I had just made the statement, you know, you're never alone, and all, and he's like, well, the Bible says where two or three are gathered together, and I'm just like, well, then me, myself, and I invited <laughs> Jesus to come in, <laughs> you know, right, whatever okay. it takes, or you know, call me multiple personalities, right. whatever, <laughs> you know, but it, but it, it's so true that just our time with with God. Um, it is so valuable. And um, with that, you know, and even, you know, looking through Scripture and, and watching and looking at Jesus's examples, mm-hmm. you know, he went off alone mm-hmm. to spend time with the Father, mm-hmm. you know, to be rejuvenated, to be uplifted, to be encouraged, to be strengthened. Um, and, and and it points to talk about some very serious matters right. that was was going on in his life and and what he was about to step into, and and we have that same invitation mm-hmm. that God is just like meet with me mm-hmm. anywhere, right. right? Meet with me anywhere, and it doesn't matter what you're facing. I'm going to be there to listen mm-hmm. and and guide you and direct you and give you what you need, whether it be. The peace that we ask for in a crazy chaotic world, yeah. um, the strength as as we're just getting hammered, because every one of us deal with one more thing, mm-hmm. one more thing, yeah. and God will give us the strength to to go through that, the courage to mm-hmm. walk through it. But yeah, I mean, you know, to to buy into the the lie that the enemy puts to us to say you have to be in a church. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Man, you that that's got to be shattered. Absolutely. That that lie has got to be shattered and and really step into the freedom that God gives us to to be with him and to visit with him mm-hmm. and him with us. Right. As well. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't have to be on Sunday either. Oh, it doesn't? No. <laughs> <laughs> right? It doesn't. But see, that's another that's another um a tactic that the enemy uses that right. that's that's another misconception mm-hmm. you know that that we have right well it's got to be on sunday you know church doors are open and i can remember you know growing up man the church doors are open you better be there because god's not gonna be happy if you're not right you know and it's that yeah you know as someone growing up didn't go to church six times maybe um when i started going i a friend of mine got married and I was in my early 20s when he got married. Um, 
but he got married. He married a Catholic girl. He's not Catholic, mm -hmm. but at the reception, someone said, I am so glad they got married after four o'clock on Saturday because now this counts as going to church tomorrow. I don't have to go. And I just looked at the guy and I'm thinking, you poor man, mm. that you're, you're in bondage because you feel like I have to follow a certain rule. And I'm thinking, you know, I'm fairly new to going to church and wasn't a pastor yet. And I'm still learning a lot. But wow. Yeah. Where's God in that? You're just going because someone told you you had to go mm -hmm. at four o'clock Saturday through probably sometime on Sunday and probably before football games started. <laughs> <laughs> but that's the thing that that we need to break. Yeah. And, and, and you know, and the religi every yeah, the, the religiosity of it. That's all. the word. Thank yeah. You. And and every denomination has their yes. traditions. Yes. You know, in 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 those traditions very much can can be shackles and it can be bondage and those type of things and 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 i you know as far as church and and those type of things one thing that always comes to my mind is is when jesus is talking to his disciples and he says the kingdom of heaven is at hand mm -hmm. it's it's here mm -hmm. and they weren't in a building <laughs> when he was was talking right about that right. and and he was like you know he was traveling with them. They were going from place to place right. and the kingdom of heaven is at hand. Mm -hmm. So when I go from place to place and it can be from the grocery store to the gas station, to Lowe's to get whatever else, you know, just those type of things. You know, the kingdom of heaven is at hand where we are going and it's all out there in the world. Right. And, um, right. and we get to be a part of what God's doing there mm -hmm. because we can have church at Lowe's just as much as I can have church on Sunday. Right. right. You know, and it's it's really freeing to see the world from that perspective mm -hmm. and going, you know what? We get to be the church. We get to do church mm -hmm. every day, mm -hmm. wherever we are. Yeah. And, you know, another powerful thing, too, that we, we've talked about multiple times over the past couple of years. Uh, as I'm sitting here right now. I don't know the difference between a Methodist and a Presbyterian. Like, I don't, you know, there's history there that goes back hundreds of years. You know, they have yeah. different, you know, beliefs and whatever. Well, the Lord's going to break all that down. We know this. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, like that was uh, maybe okay in its time. You know, Protestants uh, broke away from the, the, the Catholic Church or whatever happened in history. Most people today have no idea, me included, have no idea what all these what do the nazarenes believe compared to the to the lutherans compared to whatever the lord doesn't care no he doesn't he doesn't care uh it, it nothing against going to these churches if you go to a lutheran church and you have a good pastor and you're and you're worshiping the lord that's great there's no problem but the thing about it is the lord's breaking down all that old stuff because mm. it's old stuff you know, like mm. he wants, <laughs> he so wants stupid. us to worship him. He doesn't yes. care about, well, you, you, like you said, the, all the, what'd you, what was the religiosity. word? Religiosity. Religiosity. That sounds like a board game, <laughs> but he, the Lord is breaking those barriers down. He is in, he doesn't want us to be shackled using yeah. the philism. 
He doesn't want us to be shackled and held by all these rules. He just wants us to talk to him. Well, I right. know. It's right. Just relationship. Mm-hmm. You know, and even you know, like the different words that we've been throwing out tonight and, you know, denominations and Methodism and Presbyterian and religiosity, you know, all of those things. It's just like it, it can bring in so much confusion to a very simple relationship. Right. And things start getting scattered and, and all of a sudden it has to be like, oh, well, I need to know what this word means and this word means and how this relates to that. Right. So that I can have a relationship or I, do I need to understand all this just so I can talk to God? Mm-hmm. And it's like, no, no, all of that stuff, just like what you're saying, it, it all needs to be just, it needs to be pushed away. And God is breaking that stuff and he is removing those barriers mm-hmm. so that it is very easy and simple to get to him. Yeah. And that's a beautiful thing. It's a beautiful thing. We don't have to go through the traditions. We don't have to step one, step two, step three. You know, it's all, it's just call on the name of the Lord, what mm. the Bible says, mm. and you will be saved. Mm-hmm. And, and even when I say that, I'm not talking about just saved your salvation. soul into heaven. Right. Yes. Salvation. Right. I'm talking about in the situation you're facing, no matter what it is, it could be a, a, a rock that smashed your windshield and you're like, how am I going to pay for this? You know what? Call upon the name of the Lord and you will be saved through and from that situation. Mm-hmm. God will handle it. It's those very real things in our lives mm-hmm. that we face and that that catch us blindly that we never saw come in or this has happened, that's happened. Call upon the name of the Lord mm-hmm. and he will save you. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Every and time. He will, every time. Yeah, every time. And he will save you. And he loves us that much mm-hmm. that he is there waiting to just be there for us. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, the, the, the denominational thing, you know, like they all have their beliefs and their stances and about all these social topics that we see today. And, you know, like I never yeah. remember reading anywhere in the New Testament about when Jesus went up and talked to a prostitute. He didn't ask her what, you know, she felt about the social issues of the day. <laughs> he didn't. Come on, man. It's so true. Yeah, he didn't. It's I'm so true. And he doesn't care. He doesn't yeah. care about that junk. I mean, he just wants us to talk to him about what's going on in our lives, mm-hmm. you know. And I'll tell you, That's right. and I'll tell you another thing. You know, both of you over the past couple of weeks have said two very important things that have really stuck with me, and then they both have to do with oil. And mm-hmm. I think that these are things that I that I keep thinking about, and it's kind of it's not related to the denominational thing, but I think it's important for all of us as we have these conversations and we walk through troubles and good and bad things, but. It, they both relate to oil and asking for jars yeah. and not few. And Phil, I'm going to steal your thunder That's here fine. a little bit. I know what you're going to say. I know. Phil brought up this awesome thing that has uplifted me a lot over the past couple of weeks. And it's about soaking up. Uh, do you want to talk about it or do you want me to explain Go ahead. It? Okay. Go right ahead. It's helped me a lot, which is why I'm bringing it up. It's about a sponge. Just a normal sponge. If you soak it in water, it can't hold any more water. If you squeeze it out and you dip it in oil, it prevents water from getting in if you dip it back in the water. It's a, it, the oil acts as a shield mm. to keep anxiety 
out of our lives. Mm-hmm. And the Lord and and our discussions and our relationship with the Lord is that a will. You know, yeah. the praying, Man, the praying good. of this, you know, like Psalm that's 91 so and all those sorts of things that we do. Right. And, and, and these are the things that are important, not the, not the barriers, not the denominations, not the Presbyterians and the, the, the Methodists and the Nazarenes and the Lutherans and whoever. These are the things that are important. These are the, the, the topics that are going to help us in our life because it did, you know, it's like I had a difficult week. And what did I do? I listened to these two guys talk about these things. And and that's what got, a large part of it got me through, just talking about those things with the Lord and saying, Lord, I'm asking for jars and mm, not a few. There you go. I'm boldly yeah. asking because you gave us the promise. You know, we're uh, difficult situations in our lives. I'm asking boldly for a lot of jars and I'm asking for oil and I'm asking for oil to coat my sponge to keep the anxiety out. Yeah. I need a lot of oil. Right. Right. I need lots of oil. I'm going to have to stop at Kroger. I'm out. It's so good, Chad. It it really is. So it's, and it's so practical to what so many of us are facing. Right. You know, and, and we've talked about, you know, the anxieties and we've talked about the, the, our struggles and, um, the frustrations and all that we have, or the lack of knowledge and understanding. And that, that's one of the things that you and I were talking about earlier, as yeah. far as I'm concerned. Right. Just like, you know what? I, I don't know. Right. I don't know what the next for me looks like. Right. You know, yeah. and a lot of us can be there. You know, we know right. transition is right in front of us, or it's just on the other side of that door. But once right. we hit it, what after that? I don't know. Right. But but to really depend upon the Lord for like that protection that right. you were talking about mm-hmm. on, on that sponge. Right. It's just like, you know what? We are in situations where we, we, we need to, we have to, but we get to trust in the one that does see it all right. and know it all. Yeah. When we walk through trouble, we don't ask questions about, uh, uh, the the religious religiosity I don't know what the word was. the board game yeah religiosity the board game uh, we don't ask these questions we we want to get to the root we want to go straight to the source of the Lord you know yeah. isn't that great that's excellent I mean you know yeah it's like it's like when I'm in trouble uh, I, I want to go to church uh, wherever church is and I want to talk to the Lord whether it's in my living room or what and I'm not sitting there focused on all the junk that that the world has put in, in front of us as mm. barriers to keep us from the Lord. Right. That's very good. I, I know, man. That is great. That yeah. is so good. It's the institution that we've created that we call the church is not working. And, you know, being a pastor way back when I was 30, one of the questions I got asked at my very first church I didn't know what I was doing, okay? I was very green, very young. And this, she's probably in her 80s, maybe late 70s. Mm-hmm. She says, now, what is your plan for building our church? I'm like, uh, be here on Sunday and preach. <laughs> but I, that was foreign to me. Yeah. It was foreign because I, I didn't, I, I'm glad I didn't grow up in the church. I think God did on purpose. Mm. had me learning about him but not getting caught up in 
the institution. Right. So that when that lady asked me, I took it to God. I'm like, what is she talking about? And he said, just preach the word. Mm-hmm. Preach the word. Right. That's what people need. They need to hear yeah. the word of God. Mm-hmm. They need to build their relationship. They don't need to... What does, What good does it do if you have... If you go from 35 people, I think was what they had, to 100 people. Okay, you're going to pat me on the back because I don't want it. Mm-hmm. You're going to pat yourselves on the back? Right. Okay, we can give glory to God. Yeah. Okay, so we got 100 people. Right. But if they're not learning about God, if they're not growing in their relationship with God, I don't care if you got got 1,000 people. Right. Where, yeah. is it, where is their heart? Where, where are our yeah. hearts? Yep. Are we there to be worshiping and speaking with the Lord? Are we being real? Because like you said, yeah. if you have a thousand people there to fill the seats and they're they're not paying attention, they're not connecting with the Lord, they're not there for the right reasons, um, it might look good on television, uh, but it's, yeah. it's, right. you know, so you need a balance, you know, you need a balance of, of, of spiritual gifts and, and things like that and different people with different strengths and backgrounds and you need some tattoos. Mm. Come on. Yeah, oh you yeah. You do. You need, oh, yeah. you, need, you need diversity and you need uh, a balance and you need uh, different walks of life. But there, where is your heart? We talked about this. Where mm-hmm. is a, Where are our hearts and, and our hearts? If if you have a hundred people and their hearts are in the right place and they're worshiping and they're having walks with the Lord through the week and they're and they're 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 seeking His face, or if you have a thousand people that look on a camera, like you say, yeah. Now those thirty-five yeah, people, that's good. Probably at least twenty, maybe more of them, were very close, very family-like. There there was several families there, mm-hmm. and and that's good and i think what they what they wanted was they wanted their church to stay alive mm-hmm. and it's still open right. by the way and i think it's actually doing well now mm-hmm. but um they they wanted it for the wrong reasons mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. i'm there to learn myself and to help them and to navigate these waters that were called being a pastor and they want me to magically bring people in and that's not what i was there for yeah i was there to help them and grow with them. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, now that I think about it, it's been 22, 23 years since, yeah, 23 years since I started at that church. And given the average age, they're probably all gone mm-hmm. or possibly can't come to church anymore. Um, I have heard over the years that several of them are gone. So it's like a brand new church now, but... I still ask the question of myself, and I don't know. What are they doing? Are they learning? Are they growing? Where are their hearts? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So what yeah. is the point? Is Again, it's not the four walls. It's yeah. not that tiny little brick church. It's beautiful. And it's beautiful inside. It's not that. Sure, they have a food pantry that they serve the community. At least they did a few years ago. But it's not. It's 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 even more than that. It's about relationship yeah that is the foundation yeah that's gonna mm-hmm. that's building your house on the rock yeah but it, yeah it, exactly and it, it's it's that relationship with the lord and being connected um because that's one of the things that chad first said when, when we started this discussion was was a group of people 
Mm-hmm. That was part of his you know, the the attempt at a definition of what a church is. You know, there's a group yeah. of people that's come together, <clears throat> and and I look at that as far as that fellowship is concerned. So I look at us together tonight doing uplift as you know we're we're having church. You guys just get to watch, yeah, or you get to listen, yeah. You know, but we're having church here, right. and and I know that you know my heart is in pursuit of of the Lord and relationship with Him. And, and I have a dependence, honestly, on you guys to push me in that direction. And so that fellowship um, and understanding that that's where your hearts are, but your heart is also to encourage me mm-hmm. and, to, and to, to push me and to challenge me into that deeper relationship with the Lord. Mm-hmm. And, and that's the... the activity of of church activity isn't always just a food pantry right you know activity right. isn't always just right doing this or doing that or having having a, a good children's ministry or that but the activity is really this this camaraderie mm-hmm. this togetherness of pursuing god together mm-hmm. it's this this journeying towards what god has created us to to be and mm-hmm. and then out of that to do mm-hmm. So it's th- these are some of the things that that we look for in having church is togetherness and pursuit right. of of the Lord. So good stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, really good. So did we answer your question? Uh, yeah, and then yeah. some. Yeah, good. <laughs> <laughs> of course. Yeah, I teed it up for you guys. You, you know? did. It was an awesome yeah. question. Just a nice soft little volleyball <laughs> toss up in the air. <laughs> Appreciate it's it. really really a great discussion. Yeah, really a great was. discussion tonight. Yeah. Powerful stuff. What you got here? Well, I wish this is when we were talking about um, our relationship with the Lord and 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 calling upon Him and just that direct line of communication, but at the same time that direct conversation. You know, call Mm. upon the name of the Lord and 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 you will be saved. Out of Jeremiah thirty three, God says to Jeremiah, "Call upon me, and I will answer you, and I will tell you." great and unsearchable things or great and mighty things that you do not know. And oftentimes we run into that. I don't know. Right. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know what to do. This situation has happened. What's my next step? Um, I'm in transition. What's my next? You know, those, but you know, it's still the, you know, the Bible, both old Testament and new Testament invites a conversation between you and the Lord to ask him the questions that are most pressing on your heart. Mm-hmm. Just speak it just ask it just pursue him and and he tells us that he will save us and he will answer us mm-hmm. yeah it's just encouraging encouraging i think we all agree and i think we've all said this in our private conversations that the way we know church today is changing Absolutely. it's going to change it a is. lot yeah. it really is so if you see it starting to change embrace it yeah right don't hold on to the old embrace the new yes right absolutely yep absolutely that's that's encouraging because god is behind it mm-hmm. and you want to be on his side yeah you want to be walking with him and doing what he's doing he's changing the way we know church yeah mm-hmm. he is he is and it brings right. a big smile to his face yes that's right yes it does
All right, guys. Well, great. Here we are again. Great conversation. It goes fast. It does. It does. It, does. it flies. Yeah, it definitely Just does. great. It really is. But yeah, great discussion tonight. Mm -hmm. Really good discussion. Yep. And we know more of you are watching and listening, so give us some feedback. We really like to hear what you have to say. We, um, we will certainly do whatever we can to put anything that you ask us to do into practice uh, within reason. <laughs> We're not getting rid of Chad. <laughs> He's staying. There's probably a vote out there right now. There's a petition. But yeah, we would. We would love to hear from you. We'd love to hear your prayer requests. We'd love to hear yeah. your suggestions. Um, we would. We'd love to be praying with you um, and and um, the things that you're dealing with and, and watch God move and work. And at the same time, you know, those things that you send in to for us to be praying about, then we want to hear your testimony. We want to hear how God's doing these things and how he's moving in your life and stuff too, so that we can share the praises right along that we can with prayer requests. Right. Right. And, you know, we've been making subtle changes to the studio, mainly with the lighting. And I keep asking for feedback on it. I haven't heard it yet. So let us know what you think, especially of, if you're watching the video, especially of tonight's um, recording, because we did make some big changes to the lighting tonight. Yeah, we did. We're always moving and shaking. Always. always, always, always. All right. Well, we will be back again next week. I think we will be, won't we? Yeah. Yeah. We'll that's be the plan. here next week. That's the plan. All right. God bless. Mm -hmm.